swag out them boss. Is that is that Botar Paisley? And welcome to another episode of the Sartorial and Geek Podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I am your host, Webster Style, and today I want to talk to you just a little bit about our latest download, or I should say download recommendation, and that is Resident Evil 8. Now, some weeks ago, I talked about how I was downloading the original Resident Evil, and that was my first official time playing it. Well, one of the things that I realized is that RE games just aren't games that I play. I mean, that's really what it is. It's not my style, so to speak. These aren't the games that, as far as from a play standpoint, I really get engrossed in. I like something a bit more action-packed. I like something a bit more platformy. Uh, so RE just doesn't fit my bill as far as a playthrough. Now, as far as watching and appreciating Resident Evil, I sincerely know hardly to do. I really enjoy the series. I have enjoyed, especially over the past couple of years, watching various content creators play through the Resident Evil 2 remake, Resident Evil 3 remake, and Resident Evil 7 remake. And of course, with 8, I am, or I should say Resident Evil Village, I am currently watching the playthrough of one of, uh, I guess, my favorite, if you call it favorite, uh, gaming YouTubers, and that's the Rad Brad. Not really a plug, but I enjoy his commentary throughout. There are some gamers that I watch it, and I just, I don't want to hear you talk all of the time, and some of the banter, just it's just annoying. I enjoy listening to Brady. He doesn't talk too much, but he's genuinely excited every time he gets in and goes to a playthrough and accomplishes something or discovers something. So in that aspect, I enjoy it. But the game itself is lush. It is such a beautiful setting in this sort of Eastern European village slash castle. And I'm very interested to see how these new creatures, monsters really evolve on the Resident Evil lore and as always how everything is connected back to Umbrella or its offshoots as the story has gone thus far and this story continues from Resident Evil 7 where we follow the further adventures of Ethan Winters, his wife Mia and fan favorite Chris Redfield. So if you are someone who is into survival horror or even first person, I think the jump to first person has definitely changed the dynamic of the series. Uh, probably where it's not as scary to some extent, or at least by some people's opinions, but it definitely provides a level of immersiveness that you did not find in the original take on the game. And it's really weird to think that Resident Evil has been around for 25 years. A whole generation of people have grown up on Resident Evil in some way, shape, or form. It's amazing to think how far video games have come, not just from a longevity standpoint, but a longevity standpoint in that they have influenced popular culture. And it becomes such a part of popular culture that even if you've never played a Resident Evil game before, most people above a certain age knows what Resident Evil is and can tell you the gist of 
what this series is about. They can tell you who or what an Umbrella Corporation is and so on and so forth. So it's, it's really amazing that video games themselves have just cemented this sort of legacy into our pop culture mindset and into our society and culture as a whole. So it's really amazing. So I definitely recommend downloading Resident Evil 8 if you're the sort of person that is into playing survival horror games definitely get it it is from my estimation and viewpoint something that is well worth it if you're like me who's just gonna watch then find yourself your rabid content creator watch them play through it and enjoy it vicariously through them so that's my download and one of the things I've enjoyed about uh, reading reading and reviewing the last which over the past few weeks is that it is scratching my comic itch and without a new book in the series to read this week I am very much looking to I very much look to find other things to read or in this case reread and my pick for the week is going to be this monstrosity right here and it is Planet Hulk. This is uh, probably one of the most defining Hulk stories of the past 10 years and you will see that many of the elements of Planet Hulk actually ended up in the movie Thor Ragnarok from a couple years ago. So as far as the plot is concerned and also I believe the animated version is still on Netflix at the time of this recording and if it's not on Netflix it's probably on Disney Plus so you could probably find it one of the two places but I feel like it's still on Netflix as of the recording of this podcast now the basic plot summary is that the Illuminati in this case back in the Marvel Universe back in the day you had the Illuminati which consisted of Tony Stark Reed Richards, Black Bolt, Namor, and Doctor Strange in addition to Charles Xavier but during this decision he was absent the Hulk basically had run amok and was just causing rampant destruction all over the place. So they were trying to figure out how to deal with him. So in this case, a decision was made to basically put the Hulk in a shuttle, ship his behind off to some uninhabited planet so he could not hurt anyone else anymore. Well, obviously, that didn't go to plan. Shadow ended up going through a wormhole and he landed on this planet where basically he becomes a gladiator, overthrows the empire, and becomes a king. So you see a lot of these sort of themes ended up in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, he also, you know, has a son Scar, and that ended up setting off the World War Hawk storyline that preceded that followed that storyline afterwards uh, if you have not the Hulk is one of those characters as a standalone character I never cared about as a kid I remember uh, not just as a kid but even during my time where I heavily collected comics it's one of those books where I could care less about I read the Hulk during seminal events I remember I was reading the storyline with the Pantheon back in the day and I feel like Gary Frank was doing the art and Peter David was doing the words. Peter David wrote the Hulk for a long time so a lot of these stories that most people are familiar with outside of Planet Hulk are, are probably a Peter David uh, production in that regard. So it's one of those characters, he is one of those characters I've never fallen in love with but always respected, never cared about a solo book. But the 
World War or the Planet Hawk storyline is one of those stories where it did an excellent job of really not just redefining the Hulk and who the character was, but also it did a really good job of changing the character and positioning the Hulk into a new consciousness, a new realm within the Marvel Universe. And I think for properties that are as old as many of these comic book properties, that is increasingly hard to do. So when you have talented creators like Greg Pak who come on and who are able to really transition the character from storylines of what we know and it's familiar storylines, there's only so many times you can have a different variation of the Hulk, there's only so many times you can fight Abomination. You know, I talked about the Pantheon, but even then that was, that became sort of run-of-the-mill sort of Hulk storytelling. Uh, in my opinion, this is one of the first storylines that really thought outside the box with an exploration of the Hulk character. So if you have not read it, uh, definitely pick up. This is a hardcover. I was gifted a, a few years ago. But if you don't want to read, like I said, the movie is on Netflix and or Disney+. Plus. But I highly recommend you read the, the graphic novel uh, not necessarily the hardback, I'm pretty sure they have a regular trade paperback version of Planet Hulk for you to pick up somewhere. Uh, and if you're a comics fan, if you're just a Hulk fan, if you're a Marvel fan, hey, it doesn't even matter what kind of fan you are, it's good reading. So if you like to read, definitely look at picking up Planet Hulk um, in trade paperback form, hardback form, or digital form through the various apps, Comixology, Marvel Unlimited, I'm pretty sure you can find it at either one of those sites. So that's that. Now, one of the things I want to talk about as well as, I know I touched on this uh, maybe about a year ago, but as you can see, a bow tie is just one of the items and accessories that I, I really enjoy wearing, uh, hence the uh, bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. And I want to talk to you just about three, three uh, easy reasons or quick reasons why you should uh, put a bow tie into your arsenal. First and foremost, you stand out. Uh, it is always a fashion statement that's not making a statement. Let me explain. I am not one for fashion. Fashion is fleeting. Style is forever. However, the bow tie is such a ubiquitous item that it is so commonplace. It is so seen, but it stands out out like people notice you when you wear a bow tie and it's so amazing it's something before I wore bow, tie, bow ties on a regular starting in 2009 that I never really realized but you're always taking notice when you have a bow tie there's always some sort of comment or comments from you wearing a bow tie so if you're looking at any sort of event to really stand out and not saying you want to stand out but if you want to present your best self and you want to present your best self for where you are definitely someone who is seen, I'll put it that way, you should definitely wear a bow tie. Second reason, bow ties are fun. There is a certain level of spontaneity, uh, youthfulness, in my opinion, that comes from wearing a bow tie. Um, it's It lacks the at least in my mind, the mentality 
of wearing something like a double Windsor Knots. Uh, bow ties are fun, bow ties are funky, bow ties can be dressed up and dressed down. I don't typically dress bow ties down, but many people do it and many people do it very well. Uh, so in that regard, I just have a air of playfulness in addition to the formality of the blazer and the slacks, in this case, suspenders as well. So I um, I really think bow ties are fun and you can't take yourself too seriously when you're wearing a bow tie. And the third reason I should say that you should wear a bow tie is, and that's male or women, I've seen many women uh, wear bow ties as well, so I don't think I'm just looking at this from the lens of the male gaze but bow ties are just they add something different to your wardrobe that a traditional tie cannot and that also goes into part of what I said last time you can dress it up and dress it down you can wear them with slacks you can wear it with a blazer uh, obviously tuxedos it's one of those items or accessories that really you can transition to various styles of uh, of clothing so I am um, I love bow ties I need to purchase more in my collection they are bow ties that I have in storage that I probably need to bring out because I haven't worn them in years because I don't know about you I tend to grab the same sort of ties and bow ties on on the regular because they, they go with pretty much everything or I like just the patterns and, and combinations of like this, this gingham shirt and this paisley bow tie here. I, I love just the, the how the patterns really work against each other and also complement each other at the same time. So those are my three reasons for wearing a bow tie again. Uh, reason number one is that you will stand out. People take notes of you. you it sets you apart from everyone else. Reason number two, bow ties are fun. Uh, you cannot take yourself too seriously when wearing a bow tie. And reason number three is that they offer a sense of versatility that maybe a traditional tie cannot. So those are my reasons for the bow tie. Now let's get into the fragrance of the week. Now I've been very heavy on spring scents as of late. I've, for me, spring scents are always very fresh. Uh, very light or lighter. Uh, we've had some excellent, excellent recommendations uh, from Rev uh, DC and also uh, Brago over the last few weeks. So this week I want to take it to something a bit cheaper uh, than some of the other recommendations that we've given thus far. And with that, I am going to pick it up to Atlas by Old Navy. Yes, Old Navy. I know you've probably gone into Old Navy before and you have really never paid attention to their fragrances. Let me tell you, for the price that many of their fragrances go for, it is a steal, or they are a steal. This one actually I purchased um, maybe about a year or so ago from Old Navy, and it was actually half off. So instead of the normal $16, it was $8. So I wouldn't say 15 for some reason. So with that, it was something that hey this is a, a no-brainer for me to pick up I picked it up it was a 50 ml bottle for eight dollars you can't go wrong with that so what does it smell like let me give you a breakdown of notes so it has a opening of basil a middle note of black pepper and a base note of atlas cedar 
it's very fresh going on that basil gives you a very uh, not a very spicy note but a nice fresh spice It's almost a little powdery um, in that opening and how it really lays down in my opinion then you get to the black pepper the black pepper is not overly spicy it's very subtle in my opinion and from there you get that cedar on the base now the cedar is not a heavy woody note as you would find in other fragrances that was cedar now for instance the uh, blue cypress and cedar for cremo that I use I, I definitely get the a heavier woody note in that fragrance than I do in Atlas so you're not going to get that woody note but it is it is a fresh scent it is it has that spice that many people will love it has a really reasonable price even full price $16 I think is worth it and and for me I can definitely get um, six or seven hours of uh, longevity when I wear it on my skin uh, projection wise you'll get maybe a half hour projection it's not a super duper uh, projector it's also another one where you would not be you wouldn't choke people out if you oversprayed it. It's not one of those sort of scents. So it's definitely one that if you are in the market for something, even just to experiment, you can't go wrong for 16 bucks at Old Navy. I haven't tried any of the other ones, but um, at least firsthand, I've smelled them and used testers in the store. But I think that honestly, um, Atlas, as far as the men's fragrances or quote unquote distinctly men's fragrances, that are available in Old Navy is probably the best of the bunch but who knows maybe one day I'll try some of the rest of them and I'll come back here and talk to you about it and let you know but there is going to be another I think I'll probably do the other Old Navy fragrance next week because I really enjoy that one and that is a hidden gem when it comes to uh, just unisex fragrances in general especially as we are looking to the end of the spring and beginning of the summer so I hope you enjoyed this. I know I have. And this has been another episode of the Sotoyo and Geek podcast by Webster Style. Where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I have been your host, Webster Style. Feel free to find us on the web at WebsterStyle.com or SotoyoandGeek.com. Also find us on Instagram at Webster Style or Sotoyo and Geek. Find us on Twitter at Webster Style. Always, as always. Drop us an email, comments, criticisms, ideas for the show at info at WebsterStyleMagazine.com. Thank you again for joining us. And remember, stay safe out there and be blessed. Hold on. I mean, I can change. I thought, never mind. Forget it. I'm a Jenny, Jenny, Miffinny, Muffinny, Finicky When it comes to the killing spree, a.k.a. that's an ensemble Are you the enemy if you're not defending the presence of Millie in the vicinity without a bow tie? Okay, I might have went over the edge Besides, I really let them clothes on them legs Some thighs, need to get strong, we can lift them to the sky The party's on to twirl, we got a little time, time, time to get it on And I'm back, I'm the type of person on And after that, take a picture with the I'm choosing what we own. That was Tree Green Tuesday. Had to be Bowtie Thursday. Had to be. White Wednesday? Uh, I don't. Well, I know last time.
Well, I wore polka dot. You didn't wear. Oh, Miss Million, them heels killing them, but I'm sure it's a Thursday. Bow tie Thursday. Pasta cream in your heels looking sharp, babe. Acting like you don't know the rules up in the workplace. Must I remind you it was till on your birthday? Don't get me wrong, I think we killed in the birthdays. And you picked the hell of fit for the church day. Let's say you picked the risk game for it. Now you got the floor filled with bras that you purchase. Pick a color scheme that can match the very course. Under them scenes. Cause no one man should have all that styling. Take it off, clothes on the floor piling. No one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it off and let me see what's under them scenes. Let's see what it seems. If it is what it seems. Do it again. Not particularly looking thick leggings, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Take a hint though, don't try to get me at a moment. No menthol, smoking hot, rocking this pencil. Thin tie, hairline, looking like a stencil. Pimp, no lie, I'm sharper than a utensil. And stroke, mental, plain dang, homie. I was hoping we could walk out with that bang bang, honey. See them plain James, honey. Them lame friends, honey. We tell if it ain't crazy like that thing came on me. Hey, mommy. Look a lady, main thing, want me on the scene. Fit popping like a main vein, running blood color, lips smashing with the hand. Clutch money, holding back. Kinda funny, can you tell me what's the price I got the Range Rover? Hang on me, when we walking, looking Gucci like that thing sprayed on me. Walking with a lip like an ankle sprang on me. Yeah, I rocked the cardigan, she don't really want me because no one man should have all that style. Take it out, clothes on the floor, pass it. No one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes. No one man should have all that style. Take it out, clothes on the floor, pass it. No one girl. Take it off, clothes on the floor, pal. And no one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it off and let me see what's under them scenes. Oh, you wanted to. Oh, I completely read that wrong.